from iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade, starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Welcome to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I am your host, Mike De Niro. Before we get into the show, I just want to give a big rest in peace to the original Gangsta New Jack, one of my favorite characters in wrestling, one of my favorite ECW alumni of all time, always enamored by his work. Very controversial indeed, but definitely one of my favorites of all time. Shouts to New Jack, the original Gangsta 187. Rest in peace, my condolences go to the family and friends of Jerome Young. Thank you for the memories, thank you for all the hard work, and thank you for being one of the only wrestlers to stick with kayfabe for your whole entire career and never break that. That shit is rare. You were the last of a dying breed, so thank you very much, New Jack. Rest in peace. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you had an amazing weekend. We have a lot to talk about today. We got the fight for Monday Night Return. We're talking about WCW Super Brawl 1996. We got all the news from the weekend from WWE's WrestleMania Backlash. Impact Wrestling's Under Siege. We got some news and notes. So let's get into the Super Stack Show. What's good, everybody? Thank you so much for subscribing to the podcast. Thank you so much for downloading today's episode. I appreciate everyone following along on Instagram at WrestlingDeloreanPod. Thank you so much. I appreciate all the love and support. Without you guys, there will be no us. So, with that being said, let's talk about what happened and what went down this weekend. Starting on Saturday, we had Impact Wrestling Under Siege. This was an Impact Plus exclusive event, and boy, did this deliver. I thought that this was an amazing show. I thought that this show was better than Impact Wrestling's last pay-per-view, Rebellion, where Kenny Omega defeated Rich Swan. Speaking of Rich Swan, Rich Swan made his return to Impact Wrestling here this on this show. He came out helping his pal, his boy, his compadre Willie Mack. Willie Mack had a match with W. Morrissey, the former big Cass, Cass XL, whatever you want to call him. He wrestled Willie Mack. After the match, Cass XL, I mean, W. Morrissey put the beats to Willie, and Rich Swan made his return after not being seen on Impact Wrestling Television since the Rebellion pay-per-view. 
I don't know what this leads to, but this is a two-on-one. Big guy, small guy versus big guy. Maybe this leads to Enzo Amore coming out. And we have in a tag match because, I mean, they would size up quite evenly with two smaller guys, two bigger guys. But I don't know. I don't know if Enzo is on the uh, the radar for Impact Wrestling. But cool to see Rich Swan back. You know, Rich Swan is a very, very talented wrestler. And I don't think he gets his just due. You know, a lot of people, they're all like, oh, well, he's too small. He's too this. He shouldn't have been champion. It should have been this guy. It should have been that guy. You know what, though? At the end of the day... Rich Swan works his ass off, and he needs the respect that's due to him. Guy busts his ass for our entertainment every single time he's out there. So give that man his give that man his roses. You know what I mean? Give that man his roses. Also, coming out of Under Siege, we had an excellent X Division title match between Josh Alexander, the Walking Weapon, versus. El Phantasmo ELP from the Bullet Club. The Bullet Club. The Bullet Club. I can't talk. From the Bullet Club, direct from Japan, New Japan Pro Wrestling, it was ELP versus Josh Alexander. And that was a really good matchup for the X Division title. One thing you could always, always, always depend on from Impact Wrestling, whether it was the Asylum Years, which we will be talking about episode 3 tomorrow. Whether it is Impact Wrestling's TNA Impact from the early Impact days, which we'll be talking about on Thursday, or even the modern era, you could always rely on the X Division delivering because that is the workhorse division and they have so much talent in that division. It's not about weight limits, it's about no limits. So that is really cool to see the tradition of great matches in the X Division live on to this day with ELP and Josh Alexander. We also had a really, really, really fun six-man tag match between Finn Juice and Eddie Edwards versus Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. This was a surprising finish here, in my opinion. We had Finn Juice and Eddie Edwards go over. Now, the main event, we did see a... It, it kind of scares me for the main event for... A simple reason that I, I'm i going to get to the main event in a minute. And the winner of the main event, I do want to see beat Kenny Omega for the title. But I don't think it happens because it's too soon. But on top of that, I think that it looks like they're going to be doing some long-term booking here. And they're going to have Eddie Edwards take the title from Kenny Omega. Being that his team beat the Elite. I like Eddie Edwards a lot. I've been a fan of Eddie Edwards since seeing him back in about, what, 2009, 2010, when he was teaming with Davey Richards in the American Wolves and Ring of Honor. Always was a fan, you know what I mean? My first Ring of Honor show I went to live, it was the main event was Eddie Edwards versus Davey Richards, where Davey Richards finally won the title. I believe it was Best in the World 2011, right? Always was a fan of Eddie Edwards. But Eddie Edwards, I don't think, needs the Impact Wrestling Champion at the moment. I don't think it needs to be Eddie Edwards who, you know, beats Kenny Omega. In my opinion, I think the man who needs to be Kenny Omega for that title is the winner of the main event. So let's get into that. The main event, six-man elimination match. Well, I don't know if it was an elimination match. I'm making shit up. I'm lying. Six-man, six-person match, six-man mayhem, whatever you want to call it. We had Chris Bay versus Matt Cardona. Versus Chris Sabin. 
versus Sammy Callahan versus Trey Miguel versus the winner of the match, Moose. Now, this was a really good matchup, and I really think that Moose is the modern-day Monty Brown, and it's not because of the football the football comparisons. It's simply for the fact that this man is one of the most talented, most charismatic, charismatic, I'm telling you guys, I'm tired as fuck. One of the most charismatic, one of the, he, Moose been paid his dues. The fact that Moose has not been a world heavyweight champion in this company yet is a shame. Now, I don't want people, oh, what about the TNA champion? That shit was fake, alright? We talking about the real McCoy here. The Impact Wrestling Champion. Moose has never held that belt, so what the fuck? He needs to take that belt from Kenny Omega. Now, I don't think it's going to happen on a Impact Plus exclusive event. I think Kenny Omega drops that belt on pay-per-view to get a heavy buy rate. That's what scared me about it. I mean, unless they screw Moose over and Moose gets a rematch. But also, it is public knowledge now that Moose's contract is expiring in June, so his time to win that title may be running out. So, we will see what happens, but I think the matchup of Moose versus Kenny Omega should be absolutely phenomenal. So, I'm really looking forward to that. Impact Wrestling's Under Siege, really, really good show. I'm giving it a strong 3.5 out of 5. I enjoyed it. So, let's talk about a show that I did not enjoy. Hit you with the positive, got to sprinkle a little negative in there. The good and the bad, you know what I mean? The good and the bad. And it wasn't even so bad. It's just that some parts was hit and miss for me. So let's talk about WWE's WrestleMania Backlash. I should add a drop there, like a dun dun dun. Some bullshit like that. Let me tell you something. I'm not for the zombies. Get that shit out the way. I ain't fucking with the zombies. This is the shit that makes it hard to watch. And I don't want to come off like an AEW apologist or like I don't. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't, don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being... I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. 
It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. I don't have my fucking flag in the ground for any company. If anything, my favorite wrestling company right now is MLW. So I don't want to hear, oh, you're just an AEW fanboy. Uh, you always shit on WWE. But let me tell you something. A few weeks back, blood and guts. I was giving AEW more criticism than anybody, right? But especially over that Chris Jericho fall into a crash pad, right? But let me tell you something. For everybody, for all the WWE fanboys out there that shit on AEW because of a production miscue, like... How do you defend this shit? How do you defend this shit? For everybody that shit on AEW for a production miscue and saying that all oh, this show is a fail, but then turn around and enjoy a zombie lumberjack match where zombies and the dead is coming alive. The fuck, bro? Not valid. You don't have a valid argument. So I'm not listening no more. I listen to me. In my opinion, and I'm going to tell you this right now. I'd rather have bad camera angles and crash pads than supernatural zombies. It's stupid. It's stupid. And I'm not with it. But be that as it may, we got two really good main events on this ma- on this show. The matchup between Bobby Lashley... Braun Strowman and Drew McIntyre was a really good matchup. A big horse fight. These guys pulled out a lot of moves that I did not expect. Seeing a Mishinoku driver onto Braun Strowman is something I never thought I'd see. But Drew McIntyre was the man to pull that off. At the end of the match, though, I am very glad that Bobby Lashley is still the WWE heavyweight champion. Because Bobby Lashley should not have that belt taken off him for a while. That man been paid his dues. He earned that spot. So let's not hot shot the title. So shouts to Bobby Lashley still being the WWE heavyweight champion. Now, the main event, Cesaro versus Roman Reigns. Of course it was going to deliver. Great matchup. Roman Reigns wins clean too. Really good matchup. Cesaro showing that he could hang in the main event. And this man needs to be the champion one day. But I don't know if his window is closing or not because he's been in that realm for a long time. And it's always the bridesmaid, never the bride. But right now it's just bad timing because Roman Reigns' reign is just too good to end also. I don't think that you take the title off Roman Reigns until it really means something. And I'm sorry, but WrestleMania Backlash is not the show where it means something. I'm thinking maybe SummerSlam he holds that title too. Hell, maybe even he even holds that title until next WrestleMania. Give him a year-plus reign, you know what I mean? But be that as it may, I was not too big on this show. I didn't really care too much for it. I give it a 2 out of 5, strongly off of the main events. But everything else on the show is eh, you know what I mean? Ray and Dominic winning the tag team titles. Really cool to see Father Son as the tag team champions. I still think Dominic really needs a lot of work. 
But shouts to Ray, still winning titles. You know what I mean? I'm a big Ray Mysterio fan. Booyaka, booyaka. You know what I mean? 619, you know what I mean? Shouts to Ray Mysterio. I, 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 I'm I, a big fan of Ray Mysterio. But, the show was ah. This show was ah. You know what I mean? Whatever, yo. So, after that, I mean, what else do we got to talk about? We had those two big shows. I think it's time, ladies and gentlemen. I think it's time. Not Vader time. I think it's time for the fight for Monday night. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Fight for Monday Night, where we go back in time into our wrestling DeLorean, we strap up, and we relive every show and every pay-per-view of the Monday Night War between WCW Nitro and WWF Monday Night Raw. So, where are we on the timeline today? We are on a pay-per-view. We are landed here on WCW Super Brawl 1996 taking place February 11th, 1996 from St. Petersburg, Florida at the Bayfront Arena. This was an okay show. Nothing to go home about, but an okay show. Now, WCW's pay-per-views really seem like a separate product from what they show on TV. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I do not watch the WCW Saturday Night Television show. I just watched WCW Nitro. We're talking about the fight for Monday night, not the fight for Saturday night. So, I just watched Nitro. And I am to believe that there is a lot of storyline progression, I guess, on the Saturday show. Because there's so many feuds here that you don't see only on the pay-per-views. Like, the whole Johnny B. Bad and DDP feud, which has been going on forever now, never is showcased once on Nitro. It is showcased all the time. On pay-per-view, though, as a big-ass deal. Why is that? Maybe because they're showing it on Saturday. I don't know. I mean, Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't, don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being... I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players 
right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. You, you tell me. You tell me. I'm just watching Nitro. And at the time of this taking place, I was literally just two years old. So you tell me. You know what I mean? But this show wasn't bad. We had a street fight. Nasty Boys versus Public Enemy. Pretty good brawl. I give it a two out of five stars. Whatever. Johnny B. Bad versus Diamond Dallas Page is a match that I'm done seeing. You know what I mean? Like, come on, be bad. Quit WCW already. Let's become Mark Miro. Let's go to WWF. Like, let's do this shit already. Because I'm done seeing it. Like, yes, they got good chemistry with each other. But I'm done seeing it. Every single pay-per-view, there's a Johnny B. Bad versus Macho. Not Macho Man. Johnny B. Bad versus a Diamond Dallas Page match. And it's like, come on. Next, we got Sting and Lex Luger versus the Harlem Heat for the tag team titles. Oh, by the way, Johnny B. Bad and Diamond Dallas Page once again wrestled for the World Television Champion, and Johnny B. Bad defeated Diamond Dallas Page. He is still the World Television Champion. Here, this next matchup was for the tag team titles. It was Sting and Lex Luger defeating Harlem Heat, Booker T and Stevie Ray. Sting and Lex Luger have this weird dynamic where Lex Luger's a heel, Sting is a babyface. Sting doesn't see when Lex Luger cheats, but he does cheat during these matches just like he did in this one. So I think this is going to lead to a boiling point. Sting and Lex Luger, that's, yeah. They, they, fun matches here with them. They defeat Harlem Heat. Next, for the WCW United States Champion, we got Conan defeating One Man Gang. Now, this is a Styles Clash. And I'm not talking Alan Jones. This was a Styles Clash. But Conan picks up the victory. At this time, Conan was a huge star in Mexico. So, cool to see him here. This is the best part of the show here for me. The Taskmaster versus Brian Pillman in an I Respect You strap match that only lasted about a minute because Brian Pillman, he broke kayfabe and he says, I don't respect you, Booker Man, and walked out on the match. Like, bro, this was seen on Dark Side of the Ring. This was seen on... What's it called? This is this is a very famous part of the story of the loose cannon Brian Pillman. This was just awesome, even though it was it didn't last long. Everybody was confused. Brian 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 walks out. Kevin Sullivan is like, "What the fuck is going on?" This leads to an, an impromptu matchup between Arn Anderson and uh, Kevin Sullivan that leads to a no contest. Just r- lots of confusion here. Sting and Lex Luger got into a big fight. For the tag team titles after their matchup with Harlem Heat against Road Warrior Hawk and Animal. This leads to a double countout. This was not needed. I hate, hate, hate fuck finishes on a pay-per-view. Now, I know I just said how much I love the Brian Pillman shit, but the Brian Pillman shit had impact. This did not. Two legendary, well, all four of these guys are legendary, but I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the double countouts on pay-per-view, and WCW does that shit a lot. Next, we got our co-main event, one of two steel cage matches. Ric Flair defeats Randy Savage for the WCW World Heavyweight Champion. We have a new champion. Ric Flair was accompanied by woman 
Randy Savage was accompanied by Miss Elizabeth. This was a good matchup, but something that pisses me the hell off is why, why, why was this not the main event? You have this going on as co-main event because you got to put Hogan in the main event. Got to have Hogan in the main event. Hogan and the Giant was the main event in a steel cage match. And let me tell you this right now. Didn't need to be a steel cage match. And it didn't deliver like Flair and Randy Savage. So not only is Flair and Randy Savage for the world title, no less, not the main event. But it was a better match than the main event. Go figure. Flair and Savage was the best match on the nights. Go figure. That should have been the main event. Especially because it's for your world title. And especially because you have a title change. Stupid. This show was okay. I give it a 2.5 out of 5. I am not a big fan at this time of the WCW pay-per-views. Because they seem like a separate show than what I am following on the... WCW Nitro on a week-to-week basis. So I'm very excited to get back to normal scheduled programming. And we will be talking all about Raw vs. Nitro next Monday. Leading to WWF's In Your House pay-per-view where you will have a steel cage match between Diesel and Bret Hart. You will have a number one contendership match between Shawn Michaels and Owen Hart. You will have other good matches, I'm guessing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Those are the only two that really come off the mind. But yeah, so that is your fight for Monday night. That is your WCW Super Brawl 1996 review. I hope you enjoyed it. Some news and notes before I end the show here. I want to tell everybody that I am going to start reviewing Dark Side of the Ring on this show as well. I watched the Nick Gage episode and big fan of that episode. I love the human element that they bring to it. I hope I love that it's not just, oh, this is what he does, deathmatch. Dark side of the ring because he does deathmatches. No, they, they show a human element to it. They show his struggles. They didn't make it seem like he was just a bank robber to be a bank robber. You know what I mean? They showed his struggles. They showed his redemption story. So I love what those guys are doing. Shouts to everybody on the production team for Dark Side of the Ring. Love that episode. I love the Brian Pillman episode even more. That double episode was phenomenal. Crazy, crazy shit. So make sure you check that out. This week we got WCW Collision in Korea where we will be talking about on Dark Side of the Ring. Well, not we, but they will be talking about. I, I, I don't work for Dark Side of the Ring. I mean, shit, if, if they need somebody, I mean, I'll give in my resume. But they are going to be talking about WCW Collision in Korea, the WCW and New Japan Pro Wrestling joint show in North Korea where shit went down. So, I'm excited for that episode of Dark Side of the Ring. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to today's episode. Make sure you download the episode. Make sure you give us a five-star review. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at WrestlingDeLoreanPod. I hope everyone has a phenomenal day. Stay safe, stay strong, stay positive. One love. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeart Radio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, 
your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply.